What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia. Uh, today is Monday, September 20th, and every Monday we talk LA Galaxy. Um, you want to talk Galaxy, man? It's been a tough stretch, uh, tough game, 3-0 loss. Uh, before we get into that, let me introduce my guests. We got Johnny Bolin from Lars. We got Alex Ruiz from Total Galaxy. Obviously, he also writes the articles for us. Johnny, how you doing? You know, I'm doing all right. Had a good day. Got some coffee. I'm feeling great. Nice, nice. Uh, Alex, how you doing? Did you get some coffee today too? Uh, no, productive day. Uh, just writing essays all day. To be honest, so a little tired, but it's oh, all right. Man, I remember those essays, uh, essays, and all that stuff you had to do in college. All the all the fun stuff, right? Yeah, so um, much fun. Yeah, all my well, essays anything- are at you know, I'll go to the games and stuff. I don't know nothing about no writing essays, but. <laughs> 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 what 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 set you rep, uh, uh, Johnny? Uh, Orange County, there, buddy. Orange County. <laughs> oh God, Orange County. Oh, yeah, I heard you guys go hard down there. Yeah, that's what our high credits. <laughs> for. All right. Wait, what else? You what did you do? Anything else uh, outside of watching the game uh, this weekend, Johnny? Uh, I watched the UFC fights. I love my MMA. Um, oh yeah, who fought this weekend? It was Anthony Smith, and he kicked some ass. It was boring. It was a fun fight, but the fight ended like so quick. And that's the thing, man. Is I, I love uh, MMA, but you always want that main event to be a fireworks show, and sometimes it ends too quick. So uh, it was it was a fun fight, though. Uh, Anthony Smith's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You can never go wrong with that. Jiu-jitsu is the best discipline. If anyone wants to do martial arts, do jiu-jitsu. You heard it for your, here first from Johnny Bolin. Johnny uh, Bolin approved. <laughs> Johnny, aka McGregor Bolin, over here. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what'd you do this weekend outside of watching the game? I uh, went to the fair. Uh, I don't what know if fair? you guys can see. Uh, LA County Fair, the bite-sized LA. one. I don't know if you guys can see, but I got a baseball to the head. Hold uh, on, hold on. Friday. Do it again. Oh, do it again. Yeah, right there. The seams oh, of the baseball what? are right there. How did that happen? I didn't catch the ball well. It was on me. It was on me. I'm not going to blame it on anybody, but I got a baseball to the face. Explain the story. You got to explain the story now. Uh, basically, I want to go catch a ball, right? And uh, the, I guess I didn't because the sun was kind of in my eye. I didn't really see the ball well, so the tip of the glove tipped on the uh, tipped on the glove and then hit it me in the forehead, and it was weird. And this happened it, it, at the it, fair? It, no, this was at the park. Uh, before the oh, day before. Okay. No, this didn't happen at the fair. It was all cool at the fair. Just uh, the day before, I got hit in the head with the ball. Dang. So yeah, the the seams of the baseball are gonna be imprinting on my head for a while. That is, look at that. That look at that beauty mark right yeah. there. Right there. Wow. Tell, tell tell another story. Be like, nah, dude. Some guys hit me. Like, there's five of them. I keep their asses. <laughs> shot. Yeah. De- Destroyer CFC on Twitter says, "What's what's good, boys? What's up, Destroyer? Thank you for being part of this." Um. Yeah. You definitely had a rough week. Then you you got you got yeah hit you got hit to the face by a baseball. Then you got hit to the face again by the Galaxy with the performance uh-huh. they put out. Um, I had, a, I had, I had a chill, chill weekend, nothing too much. Just watched a couple games, went out, you know, adventured a little bit, nothing too crazy, but yeah. I, Johnny, talk to us about your hat, the LA galaxy hat. Why, why are you rocking the hat today? You know, I'll tell you why. So I went to Dutch bros coffee in Ukaipa. I drove an hour to go with my roommate and I wore that at Ukaipa. Where the heck is it? It's like near Hemet, but look at, look at my hair right okay. now. Look at this mess. It looks actually quite nice in the angle, but I didn't like how the, the hair was. So I was like, you know what? Gonna have to go. Hold on. Are you trying to go grow the mullet out? Are you trying to grow the mullet out over there? 
Ah, dude, I like my hair is like it. It just looks terrible today because I was wearing a hat all day. So I was like, you know what? I gotta wear a hat in the pod now because my hair got all effed up. So it's all. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 ain't I ain't gonna gel it up for the pod. I ain't that classy. <laughs> well, hey, we're gonna have to. You know, we got we got the big dogs looking at us. So you know, not wear a hat too. I, I don't want to do my hair either. So that's when I when I throw the hat in as well. You know, I get a little lazy as well. All right, let's let's talk about this game, man. Even though we don't want to talk about it, because we know we know the story, we know we know what's going on. But the first thing we should mention is they're winless in six games, which is the biggest thing, right? Um, I think even before we talk about it, when you look at this game, three um, zero, uh, that's that's a, a scoreboard. Like when you look at the type of talent that they have, and like the Galaxy should never be losing three zero with this type of talent, right? But occasionally you're gonna have a couple bad games and stuff like that. I think this was definitely a bad game, but this was also something that's been consistent with these last six games. They've been starting slow. Uh, the energy hasn't been there. Um, and it, and it's, I think it's just like, right, if you're a Galaxy fan, if you look at this team, like they're performing really bad at, at one of the best, you know, towards the end of the season, and that's not what you want to happen. Obviously, a terrible start. Reynoso gets, gets a quick goal. Uh, Johnny, what were your thoughts? Uh, obviously, watching the game, four minutes in, and Reynoso has already I already put one in the back of the net. Uh, pardon my friends, but sometimes you got to sit back and say, hey, shit happens. And Minnesota's a competitive team. They're a competitive team. I remember their first uh, season in the MLS wasn't great, but they've always been a team that shows up. And the fact that Galaxy has been able to beat them every time up until now has always surprised me because they've always been a very quality team. And in, in our worst years, we've always been able to beat Minnesota. But I, I guarantee you they went into this game and they were like, they're, Galaxy are away. They just played. There's no reason why this should like we should lose this game. There's no reason why we should tie this game. We should win this game. And they went into that game knowing they would. The like the the atmosphere was amazing. Oh my gosh, you got to give it to those loons, man. That was an awesome, awesome atmosphere. And Greg Vanny summed it up really well. He said this is like a playoff atmosphere, and this is something that I guarantee you, the Galaxy wasn't like caught off guard about. And that's not an excuse. I mean, three zero. There's. There's no excuses. Everyone dropped the ball that game. In a 3-0 game, everyone messes up. That's just how it, how it is. Um, but when that when that goal opened up, I wasn't surprised because I, I was like, they had that they had that energy. Minnesota right now has that energy that they're here to win. They're not here to tie. They're here to win. So I wasn't surprised. Yeah. Quickly before we get into you, Alex, uh, Oscar in the chat says, Galaxy, uh, Galaxy have won it, are in a game six-game six winless streak, and then Alex, Alex gets hit in the head by a baseball. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is the next game they're gonna win, and I'm gonna become the sacrificial lamb. I got hit for them to get out of this one less streak. We gotta hit him every single week with a baseball. <laughs> oh, we, we have to do the reverse curse or reverse uh, curse. Uh, Alex, give us your thoughts. Uh, four four minutes in, and Reynoso already has a goal. Yeah, uh, Manuel Reynoso is a really quality player, and uh, coming into this game, I. I, I kind of was like, all right, I think the, the Galaxy can do this because the game prior, they lost 4-0 to Sporting Kansas City. And then a couple hours before the game, you know, I go look at the roster and the lineup for that game. And right now, so and a bunch of the other starters aren't even playing in that game. So I'm like, oh, crap, Th- this can seriously get bad because I've seen Reynoso do his thing in MLS. Last season, he was incredible in the postseason, led the Loons all the way to the if I'm correct, the conference finals uh, for the Western mm-hmm. Conference. But Seattle, man, screw Seattle. There you go. Screw Seattle. That's all I got to say. Um, but Reynoso is definitely a talented player and it, it just sucked to see him kind of take the team apart f- 
for most of the game and especially in those first 20 minutes to see him dominate so well. You, you knew this was going to happen, but you kind of wish that the Galaxy were a bit more prepared about this. He was given so much time and wasn't really pressed too much. He had a lot of space to hit that, um, some I think you're great breaking, left-footed breaking up on us, Alex. Oh, um, my bad. But uh, ahead, Just repeat, repeat what you just said. But yeah, uh, Reynoso, just, uh, the Galaxy didn't press him well enough. He had plenty of space to strike with that left foot, and unfortunately that killed us really early in the game, and that really set the tone 20 minutes in. Yeah, and right before that, I think Joe and Araujo, like 50, minute, 50 seconds in or whatever, he ended up fouling, and they gave uh, they gave a, a free kick right after that. Minnesota um, uh, United weren't able to do anything with that. But then, you know, a couple minutes later, Reynoso uh, has it. I got the I got the replay. It's not for me to rub it in, but it's just to see how Galaxy defensively terribly. They, he has all the time in the world. He could just pick the pocket. And then, obviously, you look at Jonathan Klinsman. At first, initially, when I, when I first saw it, I was like, Jonathan Klinsman could have done something. And then you see the, the couple of the replays, and you'll see, you'll be like, there's, there was nothing he could do. Here's a replay. I think Johnny, when you when you look when I look at this replay and I look at that, you know, obviously I think the jet was on him. I, I think it was it was legit. Um, and then he takes the shot, and then you know it's like no one's really stepping up. I think people are still trying to get into the game, but like you can't just get into the game. You already you already got get be ready and not give them that much space. And I think. When you look at that, you can't give these players, especially that player, their DP, their number ten, that that quality of a, that quality of a look and a shot on the ground. What were your, what were your thoughts when you see that and you look at the replay and how defensively and defensively how how they're set up? Honestly, it just goes back to what I just you know I said prior is that it comes into the mentality that the Galaxy went into this game in. And, you know, for some players, I, I, maybe they're going into it saying we're winless in this many games. This is the, the okay, we're going to do good this game, but. You know, Vanny said it perfectly. Minnesota's mentality was perfect that game. And, you know, when you, and, and, that, and that obviously matters. Like, for example, when we were terrible, but we were still beating LEFC, it's because our mentality was there. We were ready to freaking battle. We were there saying, okay, this isn't a normal game. We need to treat this like it's a final. And Minnesota went in there and treated it like it was a final. Minnesota kicked ass. They did everything they had to, and Galaxy were caught off guard. And, that, and that's what it was. It was, it, it was a horrible display of, of players just not being aggressive, players not wanting to be the bad guy. It, it, it was just a horrible display in that sense. And Minnesota deserved every single goal they had. Minnesota played a flawless game, I thought. They did fantastic. And that's really it. It's like when you see goals like that, that's that's how you have to take it. People weren't were giving him space. You know, Legette was giving him space. Revolution was giving him space. Nobody was stepping up. It was because they just didn't have that mentality. They weren't they weren't there to cause violence. They weren't there to get yellows. They weren't there to be aggressive. They were there to and they expected a win. I guarantee you they expected a win or a tie. The galaxy did. Yeah, and I mean playing like that, I don't know. I don't really see see that. And um uh, a great comment by Anna. She says an earthquake hits Carson. <laughs> late, late in the day, I definitely felt the earthquake. Um, when you look at that, I, I know we saw the replay, um, Alex, um, do you feel like Jonathan, I know I said, I don't, I don't think once I looked at the replay, a couple of replays, I don't really think I could blame that on Clemson, but what was your thoughts on that first goal? Was that more the defense or the goalkeeper overall? Uh, yeah, I would say the defense a little bit. I, I think 
Klinsman couldn't have saved that. I think if I'm correct, Sega Koulibaly was kind of blocking his way in front of him. And by the time you see that shot go uh, to the left, it's just too late for Klinsman because Reynoso hits it with enough power to where uh, it just hits that corner of uh, the right net and Klinsman wouldn't be able to do anything, nor would Jonathan Bond have been able to do anything. Koulibaly disrupts his vision. And I think if Koulibaly goes up and tries to press him a little bit more, then I think Klinsman could maybe have a chance because uh, Koulibaly's body is not in the way as much. But I'm not. I'm going to blame this on the defense more than I'll blame this on Jonathan Klinsman. It totally 100% wasn't Jonathan Klinsman's fault for goal number one. I think the defense could have done better in pressing him because that was main, the main reason why he got this goal. There was no pressure near him, and he had enough time to hit a quick and accurate strike. Yeah, and I think that that's just a frustrating thing because we know – uh, you know, obviously, if, they, if there's a weakness within the LA Galaxy, is defensively right, and obviously, I mean, excuse me, Greg Vanny has drilled them. He's 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 gone out and been vocal about the defense, and I think when he looks at this, and you look whenever they they looked at the re, at the at the uh, the replays or you know at the game again, they're they're going to be frustrated themselves and upset themselves. Like, and then I think also Greg Vanny has to think like you know like you know he has Daniel Stairs. I know you guys aren't that big fans of there. Second cool second cool to me is not looking good. He's not looking good down the stretch. Derek Williams, right? Uh, he's still dealing with the injuries, but he at times, ever since he's come back from the suspension, has not looked the same. Uh, the same player. So I feel like you know, in that in that, in that center back position and that center, you know, even Ryan has done a great job, but uh, you know, he's only uh, uh, one man. I think he also he he, he had a shot uh, either this goal or the the next goal that I'll show that you know he 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 wasn't stepping up enough, and I think. I don't know what it, what it is with this team right now at this moment. It, it, you know, maybe they're, they've gone a little too comfortable or not. You know, the, the same effort's not there. And I think that's the most frustrating thing because there's you need to be putting out a lot more effort, maybe the amount of games. But there should be no excuse for Reynoso and, and be able, to be able to get those shots. Um, let's play the second goal because the second goal comes 20 minutes in, six, 16 minutes after Reynoso's first goal. The Galaxy didn't learn the first time. You know, they got punished the second time again, and here's the second goal. He's got him on the right, but he cuts it back so sharply. Sebastian Lejet can't defend, not close enough to the ball. If I'm Greg Vanny, I'm going to be disappointed in my midfielders. That That's two chances now Emmanuel Reynoso has had, and he has buried it with that left. Jonathan Klinsman right off. So it was a little quick replay. I'll, I'll play it again here so we can, we can see it again. He's got him on the right, but he cuts it back so sharply. Sebastian Lejet can't defend, not midfielders that that's two chances now so when that ball that that I mean he curls it in obviously I think I, I misspoke earlier this was more on legit um you know and then you see Nico there he like lowers his head he's he playing he thinks he's playing dodgeball he thinks yeah, he's playing should, dodgeball you shouldn't be lowering your play Let, let's hear it, Alex let's hear it yeah that, that was my big pet peeve this entire game Nico Heimelainen on the first goal he heads it into the midfield again if I was in that situation I would have headed back to Klinsman I know he's going to come out of goal he's done that recently in the last two games that he's played with the Galaxy you know he's not afraid to come off his line and I think if you head that towards goal Klinsman gets that and clears it away or picks it up and this second goal right here Nico Heimelainen put your body in front of the ball you're not playing dodgeball don't be afraid of getting touched with it as long as you have your arms behind your back it won't be a handball and you'll have a defender there, whether it goes parries to the left or the right, to clear it out as soon as it hits the ground. So I'm, I'm kind of, I'm gonna put Nico as a scapegoat for this game and for the last couple of results because defensively he's just not it. He's not it. He's great when it goes to attacking, 
And um, I think in the game against Houston, he was really good at making some runs, trying to cut in deep. But since he's a, a defender left back, he's not going to get too many great shots. But I think Nico attacking-wise is the perfect player you want to have down there. But when it comes to, to defending, he is just not that guy. Yeah, look, and I would I would add on to that last couple games, and I think the last home game against Houston, he has not looked uh, good. He just hasn't looked good. I think ever since he committed that penalty against the LA, I mean, against LAFC, um, you know, that's when the, the trouble started with Nico uh, that I started to notice. And I think, you know, he was looking great, you know, but I felt like since the last home game, I feel like Jorge Villafana should have got a, should have got a more look. Obviously, he came into this game, but um, yeah, I, I think I think Jorge Villafana should be the the left uh, the starting left back. I know I was really high on Nico, but now that I've seen the the mistakes, the consistent mistakes that he's committed, uh, I don't know if I would feel comfortable with him being in the starting role, especially with this. Like, look, that that ball um, is going to come fast. The second goal from Reynoso. You got to put your body on the line. You just got to. You just can't. You just can't. If it's a bullet, you take it to the head. You just got to do it. That, that's what you do if you're a defender. All right. It's easy for me to say that, but like, look, when the ball goes in the back of the net, you know, there's, there's no, there's not, there's not a second opportunity. Johnny, what are your thoughts? You know, it, it's like, like you just said, it's easier said than done. Um, but the, the one thing I saw, first off, it was a good goal. Let's just get that out of the way. It was a good goal. Awesome goal. I even tweeted about it. I was like, that's a, that's a sweet goal. Like, I mean, come on. But, like, how, how much does he have to telegraph for Klingsman to move early? He Klingsman moved after the shot was made. He's like, like come on. Like, what else are you going to do? He already shot in that direction. Why are you moving that late? That was the only time where I – like, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a keeper. I'm, obvious, I'm a freaking college student that talks about soccer on, on Mondays. Like, I'm not a professional. But it's like, you know, if I'm, like, training in jiu-jitsu and someone's telegraphing something, I see that a mile away and I don't let it happen. Like that's your that's your job, dude. Like like, what other signs is there going to be that he's going to go for that top right? Like, come on, dude. That was the, the only thing. The only thing I will I will say to that is when Nico dips, I don't think he's expecting potentially Nico Nico to dip down, dip his head down. Because if we see the re, the replay, I get what you're saying. I get, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, because the last one the last one came below the last the last shot was on the low was on the ground and this one was above but i think whenever you have someone that that dips their head a little bit when you kind of expect but you're right he should be telegraphing it a little bit more but even but, then take a step to the left a bit because that, that's the thing he got his hands on it a step to the left would have been that's it it would have been saved and that's the thing because then if, if he took that step to the left right when he was telegraphing and said okay i think this is gonna go left even if it was a lower ball or a different type of ball at that point you're close enough to make that decision at the time that he did it um, when the actual goal went in, just that step would have made a difference. But the fact that it was like, and sorry to cut you off. I'm sorry about that, but you get my point. It's just like, it was just a bad performance, bad defending, bad keeping, bad on everything. And it kind of goes back to the whole, you know, when it's a three zero game, everyone fails, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. I completely agree. Um, Yeah. I I would agree. It's everybody's, but I think to the earlier point, I would put a little bit more on Nico just because the way I've seen him, his performance, yeah, Klinsman should have done a better job. But I, I, I'm more of the thought that ball should have never gone through. You know, that yeah. ball should have never just gone through. I think that that just goes speaks on how uh, the Galaxy are defensively, and I think that's the that's one of the most uh, frustrating things. Um, Alex, let's talk about the offense in the first half. There was no real offensive threat necessarily. Yeah, I think Dejan had had a had a chip that you know Tyler Miller blocked, but offensively, nothing was those was clicking for them in the first half. 
Yeah, you could see them. They had a couple of their buildups, right, attacking in uh, Minnesota's half, but no real danger in front of goal for Tyler Miller. And we know Tyler Miller has history with the Galaxy, you know, uh, a very, very luxurious history at the Galaxy. But uh, I thought offensively, it's been the same story all year. We've been building up, but we just can't finish in the final third inside of the box. There aren't good opportunities inside of the box. And credit to Minnesota for really kind of making it hard for the Galaxy. There was a lot of defenders inside of the box. And that's really what made it hard because the Galaxy aren't a team that scores lots of goals from outside of the box. Most of them, if not, I think all of them this season, except for one, I remember Victor Vasquez's goal against uh, Vancouver. All of them have been inside of the box. So credit to Adrian Heath for tactically setting up Minnesota in a way for them to really uh, hinder the Galaxy all game. And I think there needs to be some new ideas from Greg Vanny's part when it comes to how are we going to attack when teams uh, put a lot of men in the box? How are we going to try to get efficient shots from long distance? And how are we going to be able to make sure that our players like Chicharito and Dejan Jovalich are able to affect the game in other ways other than just standing in the box and kind of playing uh, GBS ball where all we did was kind of just cross in and cross in and just pray that something would happen? Yeah, and I think also I would also add on to that when Kevin Cabral is not working, what's 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 the next step? Because you know he he didn't really, he he wasn't really impactful in this game. You know, yeah, he he had a shot that was blocked by Tyler Miller, but uh, you know he's also one of one of the pieces that has not been trending in the right direction, unfortunately for the Galaxy. Uh, Johnny, what were your thoughts in this first half on the offensive struggles or the lack of offense, I should say, in the first half? It's just bad. And, and the thing is, is it, it's like consistency matters and, and chemistry and learning how to play together matters. And the problem is, is when we change big things in the offense every single game, it's, it just doesn't help anybody. And I get why they do it. It's not like we make, want to make this decision, but I, it's clear that like we're tr- Vanny's trying to see who works better where. And just to go back, I mean, it was 10 years ago, but uh, a reason why Bruce Arena worked so well is he had players in those positions and that was it. You had You were a left wing. You are a left mid. You're a striker. We don't change that. But the problem is, is that it's, we're changing it so much to where it's like these players are constantly having to be like, okay, like I was a right mid yesterday, last game. Now I'm a striker. Or I'm a, I was a right wing. Now I'm a right mid. Now I'm sitting back. It's like there's too many changes. And obviously mm-hmm. a lot of it falls under the players. But I think right now it's just like the strategies just aren't working. And there was like this idea that like Vanny's a be- like great in the second half. But it's like if you're losing 2-0 in the second half, I mean, I would sit back a bit and I would try to get some counterattacks going. We weren't doing really anything. We didn't really seem like we tried anything different. It didn't seem like the players went out and wanted to change anything. Uh, It was just, it was an embarrassing game. And obviously Minnesota scored so early, but it was just like, gosh, man, it was embarrassing. It was just an embarrassing second half and we just have zero consistency. And that's, and this isn't going to change unless we get that consistency in our lineup and, and then it will get that on the field. But that's just how I felt in the first half. It was just, that's what was supposed to happen. This is what happens when you're not prepared. Yeah, no, that, that that's what I felt. Maybe maybe they were. Maybe the game plan was prepared, but the players definitely didn't show it. Didn't 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 show how they played. Because I was like, wow, two zero two two zero in twenty minutes. I was like, this is not good. I was like, well, one thing is, it's early enough you could come back. But to start the second half, nothing really happened until the subs came in, and it was like the sixty when Tochicharito, uh, Victor Vasquez, and then Jonathan dos Santos. Then you started seeing something that like. Okay, potentially something could happen, but then they get the third goal, I believe, in the 66th minute, and then down 3-0 in the 66th minute. It's pretty much game over at that point. Um, you know, and I, I do feel like this is uh, LA Galaxy's worst loss, and there's definitely an embarrassing loss. 
Um, the, the other loss that I think they had was against Seattle in Seattle. I think it was earlier three one. Um, but maybe I, I feel like that one was a little bit more competitive than this one, unless my memory uh, is wrong. But yeah, I mean this this is this is hopefully this is this could be a bounce back from them uh, after this embarrassing loss because you don't want to keep going down. You don't want to keep uh, losing points or losing uh, opportunities to get some, gain some points. Um, Alex, when you when you see the galaxy go through this embarrassing loss. What what do you want to see from them? Obviously, moving forward, I just want to see a little bit more motivation. I feel like this team, some of the players, they're kind of emotional, emotionless. If you kind of understand what I mean, like Chicharito, when you watch him, uh, you, you see him express himself very clearly on the field when he's frustrated, when he's feeling it. Same thing with Jonathan Santos when he's slide tackling across the pitch. You know he's he's feeling it. You know he's he's uh, in a good mood. I feel like we need players like Cabral, Grancier, you know, Ryan as well, too, just to show a little bit more emotion. Not that I'm saying it's a bad thing that, you know, they don't, but I feel just be able to show that emotion on the locker room and in the pitch, I think it's going to go a long way in trying to improve the intensity that the Galaxy play with, because I feel that's been a big criticism about their game against Minnesota. They kind of lack that intensity when it came to going down 1-0 early and then when it came to just trying to fight back in a couple of the past games that they've been involved in as well. I feel like that intensity hasn't been there. And I just want to see a little bit more motivation, a bit more, I guess, not not tempers in like the angry, but tempers to hungry to get that next goal, you know. I, I feel that's the one thing that's kind of missing from this team. And the real thing that kind of separates the contenders to those who are just good teams, that they show their emotions and they let their emotions help them in the best of ways and they don't hinder the, the team or their performances themselves. Yeah, I would have to agree on that with uh, Cabral. I think that's one thing, you know, I think, he, you know, he, he's definitely, you know, been on the hot seat a lot with the fans. But, yeah, I think you you want to see more of the emotion from him. Uh, Johnny, what, what do you want to see from this Galaxy team moving forward? Consistency. Consistency. We, we have the talent. You know, we've, we've seen that we've, we can do great things with this club. We believe in Vanny. We have the keys to success. It's just kind of figuring out how to make these work. And if anything, I just want to have a more consistent lineup. I want to see a player and, and not be curious where he's going to play this game. I don't want to have to think, where's Sebastian going to be? Where is Alvarez going to be? Where's Cabral going to be? I want to know before they even release the lineup, okay, this is where they're at. And that's going to help because ultimately that's going to be easier for them to figure out. Uh, and then back to what Alex said, I just want to see them care a little bit more. Like it's cool to see Chicha care and it's cool to see Jonathan care, but man, like show some emotion, like show some passion, like, you know, like play for the crest. You, you, you can't only love the game when you're doing well. You know, you got to love it for all of its forms and you got to be and you got to show emotions for all of its forms. Uh, cheesy to say football is life. So show it on the pitch. That's it. I want to yeah, see no, more. Fair, fair enough. And I, I think I meant to bring this up, but uh, feel the burn on YouTube brings up a great, great point. Um, he says the compressed schedule makes it hard to have a consistent lineup with the need uh, with the need for rotation. So. Uh, I would I would definitely agree with that. And I think part of part of that uh, a part of the part of the rotation and everything is is it's a compressed schedule. But I would also say if Ryan hasn't played as good, um, you know, Lejet coming in and out with the U.S. Men's National Team, and then also you know Nico and the injuries and stuff like that. But it's a great point. Go ahead. I know you want to say something, Johnny. Yeah, but but you can still have because that's the thing is this happens in England all the time. FA Cup, Premier League, Champions League, like that happens all the time. That's why you have different like set teams for different things. And you can still be consistent. You just have to be creative in that sense. But it's like when you have like players playing at completely different areas all over, it's like if you're playing Wednesday and then playing Saturday, like 
you, you know, there's no, there's no reason why you should be playing a different role. And that's just in my opinion at that point, like you could still be consistent. You just have to be creative with how you set up that lineup. Fair, fair, fair criticism. Fair, 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 fair point. I think also just with, with what he said, I think the rotation, I think, you know, what Efrain does is different from Leger or Victor Vasquez. Yeah. And, you know, I think also when Efrain wasn't doing anything against Houston, that's where it gets it gets it gets uh it gets interesting. But yeah, look, by no means I don't think anybody feels like they they don't uh they don't trust Greg Vanny or anything like that. I mean, uh, is that yeah? It's de- it's def- it's definitely not looking good. It's definitely something difficult. But like you know, um you know we'll we'll, we'll see. I think I think a lot of the majority is the trust on Greg Vanny. It's, it's just currently the stretch that they're in. So we're we're gonna look at the standings right now. So even though they've been in this six-game winning streak, they've stayed in fourth for the longest time. I think it was, they were back in fourth and third. Um, but the gap is tying up. So obviously you got at first place Kansas City with 46 points. The Sounders were in uh, second place with 45. Excuse me, Colorado with 44. Galaxy with 38. And in fifth place, you got Portland Timbers with 37. RSL with 36. Uh, Minnesota United in seventh place and with 34 points, and LAFC outside looking in in eighth place with 33 points. So it is tight, man. Uh, a win, a loss, a draw changes everything. Whatever, whatever happens moving forward, we'll, we'll, we're going to see a lot of changes. We can see the Galaxy move up. They can go back up to, um, uh, they could potentially go back up uh, to third place. You know, they could stay in fourth place, or depending what happens these next couple of games. Uh, Alex, when you when you look at this uh, uh, the Western Conference standings and everything, um, how are you feeling about the Galaxy? Obviously, their one point separates them from from Portland. Obviously, uh, was well, like six points separates them from Colorado. H- how are you feeling when you look at the standings? Yeah, uh, like you mentioned, right, six game winless streak. If as a Galaxy fan, I'm pretty sure I can say this, and a lot more fans will agree that with this statement as well as. This team's more lucky than it is good. And that's kind of been the story of all season. There's been lots of times where the Galaxy, yeah, they've looked good and they've conceded lots of goals, but results have gone their way. And when Chicharito was gone for two months, a lot of results went their way and they were fortunately able to stay a top four team in the Western Conference. Um, I, I said this, like, I think like two, three months ago uh, on this show, like, be don't be surprised to see some teams make late surges. I mean, we're seeing that with San Jose, Chofis is balling out, but... I I'm, I still think there's a lot more dysfunction in that team. Vancouver, even though they let go of Mark Dos Santos, I think they're still going to be a dangerous team no matter who they play. LAFC obviously have kind of gotten in the groove, but that was killed by Portland. Minnesota as well, we saw what they could do. And then Russell like, still have a quality team, quality players around. And I'm, I'm not surprised to see that a lot of teams are surging at this moment. And the Galaxy have just been lucky that their results from earlier in the season have kept them alive and kept them in a... Right now, at the moment, if I'm correct, a, a home playoff game. Yeah, yeah, you know it's going to be big. They're, they're, they're championship. They, they've been talking about playing and for a championship. You definitely want you want some type of home field advantage um, within the first four, first couple of games. Uh, Johnny, when you look at these standings, uh, how how are you feeling? And, and obviously, what what is your thought process? I mean, I'm still happy. You know, like uh, there we go. I'm still happy. I, I there's like obviously like we get frustrated when games don't go our way, but it's like it's so hard for me to like be like all hope is gone uh, when last season it was truly all hope is gone. So it's like I still feel good about it. That's the thing in the big picture. I still feel great. Um, if you're not in the the Galaxy Facebook page, you should go in it because that's where all the loud fans go, and you should see what they're saying. They're all acting like it's the end of the world. 
I think it's fine. I think what's going on is fine. We have the talent. It's just figuring out how to use it. That's really it. Like, I, I you know, fourth place, I'll take it. I'm surprised that we're still in the playoff picture, and I'm stoked about it. So, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look, and even looking forward, right, the next game, it's winnable, even though it's away, is this weekend against Austin FC. Uh, very winnable game. They're obviously dead last if you'd see, you know, 13th place with 19 points. They're definitely not making the playoffs. Um, and then the next game gets interesting because it's it's going to be uh, against RSL, which currently RSL right now is uh, in sixth place. So uh, they definitely don't want to lose that game. Definitely want to go want to get those points there because then it gets interesting because that is the final game um that Wednesday of September. And then when we look uh the first home game for the Galaxy in October is against LAFC. So a lot of things are these next three games are very, very important because all three teams or well, all two of the three teams are are, fly, are playoff contention. Um obviously Austin FC is bound. Um, you know, when you look at these three games, what would you feel comfortable with? What kind of points? Obviously, if you had if you had three games, how many points would you feel comfortable, Alex, getting in these next three games? Um, I'd say all nine, really. And if I'm the Galaxy, you don't want to wait till you play LAFC in order for that catapult to you into some good form. You don't want that win against LAFC to really be the, or you don't want that win to be dependent on your form for the next coming games after that game. Uh, we're also like, I think there'll be a test. They've uh, played well against the galaxy and given us some troubles and Austin's a must win. If you don't, if you don't win this, then I think a lot of the hope from that locker room and the fans is going to be gone because <laughs> Austin just haven't been good at all this year. Uh, they blew a three, one lead to San Jose. If you're, if we go down by two goals, I'm expecting us to come back. If San Jose can do it with the talent that they have, I believe we can do that too. Cause we have a lot more talent than San Jose on paper. It's just all got to show up. And I know Austin's a hard place to play, right? You hear that, the atmosphere they have there. But I think the Galaxy have to win this game. If they don't, there's not a lot of positives looking forward to the final stretch of the season. Yeah. Same question to you, Johnny. How many points do you, you want to see the Galaxy get in these next three games? Obviously, Austin FC, RSL, then obviously at home at LAFC. Okay, here's the thing. And this, it, it, I just say this because this is what shouldn't happen. I don't think we're going to do well against Austin. And I say that only because if we don't do well against Austin, then there's really no place but up for us. You know, like, <laughs> really rock really? What is it? Explain this thought process because it, it's, it's an interesting one. Everyone's pissed off. All the players are pissed off. The coaching staff is pissed off. The fans are pissed off. Losing to Austin would just be the cherry on top of the, you know, of the cake. But honestly – if we're going into these like these competitive games with that in our heads, I, I would feel happy being angry going into an RSL game, a good RSL game. They're very good. RSL looks is, is amazing this season. So I would be so stoked if we went into this game really pissed off. Because if we beat if we beat Austin, we're gonna be content. We're gonna be like, all right, cool, we beat Austin. I'm cool with but four points. I'm cool with four, four, po- points. four points out of nine points. I don't Hell know. Yeah, buddy. With how everything's been going, I'm a realist. Okay. I'll take four Look, points. That, that, I mean, that is a bold statement. I feel like six is not that not that I mean five is not even that far off if you get two ties with uh RSL and LAFC. Oh um, a loss to Austin, uh, a tie to LAFC and a and a win to RSL. That, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I ain't mad. So four I'll points at okay. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how the people are, will react to that. I'll be mad. 
they'll be mad, but they shouldn't expect a lot from me. Let's be fair. <laughs> uh, hey, look, as long as you keep it honest. Yeah, I, I would say, look, uh, I would say I, I would have to go a little higher than that. No, RSL automatic three points. I don't, I, there's no way you could lose Tars. I think you got to get the dub. Gotta, I mean, RSL beat Seattle, so anything's possible. They beat them this yeah, weekend. MLS, that's no. the glory of this league. That's why I love MLS. It's because things that shouldn't happen happen every week. And that's why this is an amazing league. And yeah. that's why you always got to go into it expecting the worst and hoping for the best. Except if you're Seattle, then you just kind of expect to do great. Yeah. Uh, commercial Underground comments. He says, we usually you, we usually lose to easy teams, though. Thanks, Johnny, there's there's uh, he says so true we lose two easy teams there julio validates that he says i just want to know how to buy a club <laughs> the johnny <laughs> bowling reference the jolly bowling reference look you got some fans in the chat i need to make a tiktok about that i need to make a tiktok about that it'll be like an inside joke between the galaxy fans <laughs> that is interesting yeah we we got to make that into a shirt somehow uh, I'll, I'll make that tiktok tomorrow I just gotta. I just gotta. Uh, talking, talking about TikToks, this is a good little segment. So my man Johnny Bowen makes it a makes a hilarious TikTok about uh, using Borat and this and that. And I think Galaxy commented on this. Galaxy TikTok commented on like, "Hey, can we use it?" Blah, blah blah. I was like, "Oh, this is amazing." So I'm like thinking they're gonna use it. So lo and behold, get on TikTok. I think it was today or yesterday. I don't forgot. So Galaxy TikTok. I know I'm calling them out, but kind of need to um yeah 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 so they posted uh a video but it was someone else doing the same thing johnny was doing word for word like oh not image for image but literally the same thing johnny did they reposted someone else what johnny initially did and i comment i i just comment i was like i was like come on now you got you got to give uh i forgot what i said is like you got to give johnny the respect or something like that because it was like why i think they commented they said something to you what what, what did they say Okay, so like, well, what did you say? Yo, what did you say when they posted like, that? At the end of the day, like doing social media stuff, it's really freaking. I'm awful at it. Like, I like I, I'm horrible at responding. But to the, look, this is by far your best, your best post, your best, your best <laughs> social media post. It was hilarious. It made me laugh. No, thank you, thank you. And but in Galaxy's defense, like they have so many people. Like if if you are on TikTok, I'll go to like a random ass TikTok. That has nothing to do with soccer. A Galaxy post. Let, let me let me like, let me just make this clear. Hold on. Uh, did yeah. you get that off of them, or did they get that off of you? Did they copy you, or did you copy them? So I didn't copy them. There's a meme format in TikTok right now of like that, of like Borat doing. Like people will be like doing it with like California versus Texas, for example. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. But this is this is Galaxy and LAFC specific, though. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, but did you I'm do it first? first? Yes, I'm the first one, at least to my knowledge. That did that, and the galaxy commented on it. And they asked, "Can we share it?" I said, "You absolutely can." And then I, I yeah, I saw it. Um, and you know, I, I I made a joke. I said, uh, "You know, is it what, because I'm Lars? You know, because they don't share, they don't really don't share anything on their Insta about Lars or anything like that." And then they were like, "Oh, we'll post yours on the rivalry week." Which at this point, it's like, okay, like I'm I was joking when I commented that, but now it's weird. Don't it post hurt. it. Week, you know. You know, and then it, then they liked all my TikToks and then followed me, and I was like, "All right, now this is weird. This has gotten weird." But you know, it's it is what it is. Like you know, it's the internet. You can't hate on it too much. And they they they're so involved with TikTok with other TikTok stuff that it's like I'm not surprised that they probably missed out on it. So I'm not. I'm not <laughs> yeah. So Johnny's clearly hurt. If you didn't hear it. what what is what is your what is your TikTok, Johnny? So I can pull it up. 
it's let me see. I I I, I, I Instagram it to you. Yeah, what's uh, uh, do you have it on Instagram? Did you post it on Instagram? Full time Johnny B. So did you post it on Instagram this. or no? Yeah, I posted it to your geo Instagram. I sent it to you. You're not going to show us our conversations. They can't know our conversations. Full time. What's the, what's the full time Johnny B? Yeah, full time Johnny B on TikTok. <laughs> it's not popping uh, up. No, uh, is it private? No, it's not private. Oh, here we go. You got it. Hey, let me let me let me pull. Okay, here we go. Here, let me let me just share the screen. Have you seen this, Alex? Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's it's pretty hilarious. Here, I just got to let me pull this up. So here we go. Let me let me. The Ali Riot Squad will always oh. show love for Joe Tutino. I get the window from a glass, you must get the window from a glass. I get the step, you must get the step. I get the clock radio, you cannot afford <laughs> it was good. Oh, this okay. one was like, way better than the other one that they posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, this was way better. So, like, if you guys haven't seen it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it on LA Soccer Hub. Um, it's hilarious. I'm gonna reshare and stuff. But yeah, it was just hilarious to being funny. Um, and I was just kind of weird that they didn't show or post it on John Johnny because I don't know it was weird. But anyways. <laughs> we'll, we'll post it. We'll give you the love. That's what we're here to do. Um, yeah, but it's hilarious. If you're a Galaxy fan, you got to watch it. You got to. You're, you're gonna enjoy it. It just the images and everything, the way it was used. It was. It was very creative, to say the least. Thank you. Um, yeah, yeah, no, no, and I don't know. And then we just gotta wait for more of your creativity to come up to come up with stuff like that, Johnny. We need we need more of that, you know. I want to try to meme up the Galaxy page. You guys know me. I'm a, I'm a big meme guy, so I'm gonna try to make them uncomfortable. You know, the same way oh they did. I'm trying to, I'm going to, try to brainstorm it though. I've got to think about it. You know, it's stewing in my head. So we're going to see. I bought some Chinese jerseys from, you know, Galaxy jerseys from China. Uh, so I'm thinking about doing like a bit of me saying like, look how nice this cheap Galaxy. I don't know. We'll figure this out. We'll talk about it. We'll brainstorm. I mean, I'm already <laughs> thinking right now about doing the whole buy me a club Johnny Bolin thing on TikTok right now. I have the perfect TikTok meme format for it. I just need to look it up so I can uh, review it one more time. But I, I, I'll do this tomorrow and it's going to come out perfectly. I'm already envisioning it in my head, so it's gonna come out good, Johnny. I'll let you. Uh, I'll tag you on Twitter and uh, TikTok when it comes out. Yeah, definitely tag me too, so I can reshare it on LA Soccer Hub. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah! But um, but yeah, no, look, 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 look I want to talk about uh, Central American Heritage Night. It was amazing. It was a success. I don't know if you guys saw any of the stuff that I posted. Uh, really cool. First time experiencing it. Uh, I got to talk with a lot of people. Got to got to chat with a lot of folks. Um, and I like, and I like that, you know, the, the people behind it, you know, after and everybody, and everybody that was part of it, uh, really made it special, you know, really made it special. Everybody got, gotta, gotta be part of the whole thing. Uh, Alex, what were your thoughts on, on, on the whole Central American night? I thought it was amazing. I thought, uh, I didn't get to go many of the other events outside of the game, uh, against Houston, but from what I could see on Twitter and Instagram, everybody seemed to have a good time and kind of just enjoy, uh, being with some galaxy legends. Uh, at the game, you know, it, it was great seeing a lot of uh, of my Central American brothers, you know, people there, you know, representing their countries, countries that a lot of the times are really overshadowed, especially here in America. You know, you, you think about uh, the galaxy uh, and lately you just think of the Mexican stars that they've had. But if you really look back at the history, you know, Central America is what built the LA Galaxy. They're the ones who brought in the trophies 
for the Galaxy, and they definitely deserve a lot more attention than they are currently getting. So I thought it was great, uh, great organization uh, for this entire event. And, you know, being able to uh, be a fan and kind of just go chill with Jaime Pinedo or Carlos Ruiz before the game, I thought was amazing. And I, I hope I hopefully feel that, you know, all the Central Americans that went to that game or went to those events felt, you know, proud and just felt uh, a sense of pride in being Central American and seeing that their club is they representing them as well. Yeah, Johnny, what, what were your thoughts? Obviously, I know we talked about it uh, last week. Um, I don't know. I don't believe you have any Central American roots, but what were your thoughts on uh, on this festivity? Well, the big reason why I, I love the Galaxy is how, like, is, like, the community. Like, you know, as cheesy as that sounds, it's, like, we're a very diverse community. Lars is very diverse. Angel City Brigade, Victoria Block in general is very diverse. With that being said, these events are just awesome because it just shows you, like, how many Central Americans are involved in not just – like the team itself, but like in all the fan clubs and the supporter clubs and all that stuff. And it's just amazing. It's so awesome to see it. Um, you know, Jaime Panetto just chilling out is just so awesome. Like they're comfortable. You could tell like just by their body language, it's like, they're not just talking to fans. Like they're, they're having fun. They're comfortable. They're having a great time. And it's just such a cool community. And nights like this just remind you of how special the galaxy is, but not just that, but just the sport in general and how special it is. And, I just love it. Every every time we've done these these theme nights, these Central American nights, it's always just been a home run. It's so fun. Yeah, no, for me it was it was really amazing. I you know I got to make a, a video, I got to interview fans before the game, got to talk with them, got to joke around with them. Uh, it was really cool, really cool. And I got the one minute video. If you guys haven't seen it, I'm just gonna play it right here. He made me a special request because, you know, I'm, I'm a BBM, dude, big, beautiful man. <laughs> BBM. Big, BBM, bro, big, beautiful man. So the, I love you know, that. The react from the, the porno size. <laughs> All right, so let, let's get to the real question. Who's his favorite kid? Who's, who's Sufango's favorite kid? She got the bandera. Turn around so we can see. Like, hey, vuelta, vuelta. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. My favorite go-to pupusas are completely cheese, repollo, tomate, amazing, delicioso. Honduras. Represent. Represent. Por ciento, sin miedo al éxito. Hey, hey, mira, mira, mira. I'm representing Guatemala, El Paraíso. Shout out to La Capital. All right, so we're gonna see how the pupusas are made. They're, they're giving them out here to the Galaxy fans that came out for Central American Night. But yeah. Basically, we cook Salvadorian food. My husband's the chef back there. Tonight we have pupusas. I got my pupusa. I got to try it. I'm excited for this. Got to dip in the sauce. Wow. That's amazing. So that was that was the, the you know, the one minute. I had a couple interviews, a couple different people. It looks like we might have lost Johnny. Um, but yeah, like I, I really like... Galaxy TikTok came for him already. Yeah, Galaxy TikTok came for him. He, he, <laughs> you know, they, they came and got him. But I, I thought that was it was amazing. You know, I got to interact with a lot of people, got to connect with a lot of a lot of more people. And then I actually got to I got to do a one on one with Jaime Pinedo. Got to chill with Pescadito Ruiz. And, you know, I really, really, you know, even get to know Sinfuego's kids because I, I didn't know that those were his kids. And so I ended up interviewing them. So I really love how connected it, they are and just the community and how they keep it together and, you know, everything that. After did and everybody that was around and even they had the community event uh, on Saturday, I wasn't able to go to that, but it's really cool uh, what they do. And I'm going to say, I would love to be part of the, the community moving forward. Uh, Alex, um, l- let's go, let's talk about uh, obviously moving forward uh, this game. Um, obviously, you know, with the galaxy's current struggles um, and moving forward and everything else like that, 
uh, obviously hope is not lost, you know, but I think we're all, I think everybody's going to feel more comfortable once I'd be also Jonathan Bond getting, getting in the back of the net, right. Cause he is the number one goalkeeper. Um, I think that will also bring up, cause he's such a big vocal voice in, in that locker room and in, in that back line. Obviously we got to make sure, you know, he's able to come back, but he hasn't played in these last two games. How are you feeling uh, about Jonathan Bond? You think he should get a little bit more rest or if he's ready, he should come back. Uh, I'd say just a little bit more rest. You know, as a keeper, he didn't play much, have much playing time in England, right? And I think here, having such a congested schedule in MLS, you know, the the way bigger travel difference that there is between the UK and the US, I think uh, Jonathan Bond definitely deserves a bit of some time off. But we obviously know that Klinsman's good, but Bond's the number one keeper without a doubt. He's, I, I think, just a better shot stopper in general and a better distributor of the ball with his feet. And same thing with Derek Williams as well. I think Derek Williams is a big piece to that back line. And honestly, the one thing I'm kind of hoping for, and I've talked about it so many times, but I hope we actually get to play, play a back five, like a, a decent back five. And there comes Johnny. Uh, Galaxy TikTok took down his computer, so he's going to be on the phone for now. But I think that uh, the Galaxy have to experiment with the back five playing a left back or right back as a center back in this game. I, yeah. I'll go. I'm, I'm trying to figure out a video about it because I want. I really want this formation to work. I think it could work. The other person, I'm trying to work on a video about it to kind of explain to people what I mean by playing a back five, back three, whatever you want to call it. But I think defensively, going on the road for these next uh, two games is going to be really big and see if we can improve because that's always been the question with the Galaxy. Can you improve defensively? And there's been injuries, you know, goalkeeper shuffling around. But I think uh, if we can play solid well, maybe not allow and many goals, maybe two at max, one per game. I, I'll see that as a win in my book. Yeah, and I think I think that's that's the thing, right? Uh, with, with Galaxy, just the, that the Achilles heel of this team is, is is what they got going on defensively. So we'll we'll have to see what what happens. Um, uh, Danilo in the uh, on Facebook, he says we need Fisher in the background oh, yeah. as soon as possible. Oh yeah, I think uh, O'Neill Fisher like is definitely not yeah, like talked about enough. I think O'Neill Fisher, if you play him as a third center back and a back five will do perfectly well because he'll be the guy to track back when Julian Araujo goes up fo- up forward or uh, Nico Heimelainen, depending where you want to play him. But I think O'Neill Fisher isn't utilized well enough. Defensively, I think he'll be pretty good, but he will be a liability on headers. I remember in the Gold Cup, uh, Matthew Hobby just jumped over him and O'Neill Fisher couldn't do anything about it. Hobby just flied and was able to lead the U.S. to a victory over them. But O'Neill Fisher definitely needs some playing time and even just be subbed out for Julian Araujo for a game or two because he's been uh, worked to the ground all season long. Julian really uh, playing. He solidified that right back spot, which is great, but I don't want him to be worn out, tired. And, you know, maybe there comes an injury because of too much playing time, especially with this congested schedule. So I think O'Neill Fisher definitely deserves some playing time. And he's not that bad. He's not a bad defender. I think he's a really, really good player. Yeah, you know, you know what's interesting too. Obviously, we know we know this is Jonah Rao, Rao's the number one right back. There's no question about that. But like Greg Vanny has been able to move around different pieces. Even even a month ago, he gave uh, Jonathan Klinsman the start over Bond, and I'm very surprised because I think I think it's the Houston game. Uh, you know, uh, Rahul has a motor. Let's get that clear. He has a motor. He can, he can move around. But I think Houston has one. I, I think I started to see he was starting to get. I don't know if tired is the right word, maybe fatigued. Uh, fatigued. We're starting to get fatigued. And I think I would like to see Neil Fisher uh, potentially start for a game or, you know, uh, you know, Rahul get subbed off. Um, not because, you know, it's just, it just load a little bit more of load management because he's literally yeah. played every single game, every single game. When you have games Saturday, Wednesday, uh, Saturday, um, 
Yeah, I, I feel like you know Joe Naranjo definitely may need a, may need a game off, may need not to play a game. Yeah, he's young and stuff, but you're gonna need him in the in the deep playoff run when you want him to be fresh. You know, I know you gave Chicharito uh, about two months off, but you want you want Joe Naranjo to be to be fresh as well because he, he's the one only one you can essentially trust. Yeah, he's the he, Galaxy's uh, I would say most important player really because a um, lot of uh, Julian's that guy who's gonna track back right. A lot of times you'll see him during the matches where he just sprints, full out sprints in order to track back and recover. Julian is the most important player on the Galaxy. And if there's a game that I can kind of see him taking a break or sitting down, it's the game against RSL midweek. I think he needs to be well rested for the game against LAFC because I know they're going to be trying to attack him. And I think the LAFC are going to want to attack the wings as well. So if I'm Greg Vanny, I'm thinking about just giving Julian a day to rest against RSL midweek. I don't think he should be playing in high altitude. I gave O'Neill Fisher a run. He's a good quality depth piece. And I think if uh, Greg Vanny just watches him a bit more, he'll see that, hey, I can play him in the back three at times when we need to be attacking like uh, the Galaxy needed it to be against Minnesota. So I think O'Neill Fisher, the time right now for him to play should be now. And Greg Vanny definitely needs to have some rotation at that position just so you don't wear down Julian Araujo. Yeah, Johnny, I know we finally got you back. You know, the LA Galaxy TikTok definitely took you down for for a minute, but we're talking about uh, potentially, you know, giving uh, Joe Naranjo a, a, a game off or just for rest because uh, he's played every every single game. Uh, you know, also giving uh, Neil Fisher uh, a game to start. What what are your thoughts on that? I agree. I think that's a that's a great point. And you know, it's funny because you say that I didn't even think about that, dude. Like, Araujo is just a freaking machine, and yeah, he he needs a break, and he's 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 been the most consistent guy. In most aspects, so I agree. I think Fisher needs to step up, and uh, I think that's gonna. I don't know. That'll do a lot. I'm a little worried about it, but I care more about Araujo's health than you know. You get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I think I think that's that. That's what the point because we we're talking about everything. You know, everybody's getting a break. Um, Commercial Underground. He just says Joe Araujo had minor injuries earlier this season. He just played through them. That's true. I forgot. I forgot he had those injuries, and he kind of had like a slow, slow start. But yeah, I think if you're gonna want to have this deep playoff run, uh, Julian Rajo is definitely gonna be. He's definitely gonna be one of one of those uh, focal pieces. Um, yeah, I think. I think. Look, I think. I think it's not look good. They got. They got to turn this around. And what better way than to play uh, Austin FC on Sunday? I know a lot of people are traveling. Uh, Johnny, are you gonna be traveling to to the Austin FC game? No, sir. <laughs> No way. I ain't leaving California. I'm comfortable. <laughs> he said I'm not leaving. Hey, t- everything's open in Texas. So, you know, you know, I don't think you have to worry about anything like that. Um, yeah, I, I know, Alex, I know you, you know, you haven't traveled. Oh, oh, got technical issues. Over here. Sheesh. Sorry, that was a lot of shit. I mean, guys, stuff. My bad, guys. No worries. Uh, he says, uh, uh, SGV agent says, we need our backline to consist of Williams, Theofania, Julian, and Dupuy. Sega seems flat, and Nico uh, is awful. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to put in a lineup right here on uh, some note cards I was using for the show. But, yeah, uh-huh. uh, I, I think uh, definitely we need to solidify our two center backs for sure, right? Uh, Daniel Stairs has, has – many coaches have tried to kill off Daniel Stairs, but he just always seems to come back and come back. He's like Deadpool. It's crazy to me. Everybody try <laughs> to kill him off. It is – it's just it's just crazy. But moving uh-huh. on to topping, talking about center backs, Derek Williams we know for sure is center back number one on the depth chart. He's going to start when he's healthy, and he's definitely not going to lose his spot. I think he provides a lot more than just defending. I think he's a great when it comes to the build-up play and long balls. 
I don't know who center back number two is really. There's yeah. a, so many question marks about that. Sega Koulibaly not looking good in this stretch of games that he's had. Nick DePew hasn't played in a while, and he's kind of been inconsistent. Daniel Stairs has just come. Daniel Stairs, Daniel Stairs has just been revived, and he's getting played in, in the first uh, starting a lineup. So I, I think there's a lot of questions moving on right now about who's center back number two because that position is up for grabs. And I, as a goalkeeper, center back in defense, you do not want the center back position to be shuffled around a lot. You don't want uh, a lot of uh, movement in that position as well. So I think this is going to be a, a big question mark for this team, and Greg Vanny is going to have to find some answers in some way. Either it be uh, sitting Sega, whether it be keeping Daniel Stairs or promoting Nick Tipu again, who I think has been one of the more underrated players for the Galaxy because they've had so many injuries at the defensive at the back line that he's just come in, played his part, and done pretty well. Yeah, no, I just wanted to zoom into uh, Johnny's face when you said Daniel Stairs has been revived because uh, <laughs> we know how big of a fan uh, uh, Johnny is of Daniel Stairs. How, how do you feel? How do you feel about that? Uh, about the back line? Who should be in the back line with, with Derek Williams whenever whenever he's back healthy? Depew, one hundred percent. Because when you look at when the Galaxy was the best uh, this season, Depew was starting regularly, and I understand the, the urgency to get like Koulibaly back and all that stuff. But there's a point when you have to step back and say, okay, you know what? This was working with Depew. Uh, Bond is comfortable with Depew. We need to give Depew more time. He hasn't like I get his role at the Galaxy, and I get the priority in his role at the Galaxy. But if he's doing well, play him. That's it. It's not rocket science. Sturs, you suck. And on Twitter, I said, <laughs> on Twitter, I said. Hey, like, you know, I, I made a joke about it. And someone's like, this isn't like stirs. Didn't That's have Johnny's personal opinion. That's not LA soccer yeah. hubs just to yeah. clear things up. Yeah. Johnny Boland's opinion. But here's the thing on Twitter. I put a thing. I said, Hey, like, you know, I made a joke about stirs and some dude was like, Oh, stirs wasn't the problem this game. Hey dude, he was the center back in a three zero loss. He was part of the problem. Even if like the game, like, like there's no way to write that. The whole defense was at fault. I love Araujo. I'll take a bullet for Araujo. And like, at some point Araujo, is part of the problem on that game too. Everybody screwed up that game, and mm-hmm. Sturz just as part of the problem as anyone else was. The 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 goal in the uh, beginning of the second half, Sturz was the highest one up, and it was on his side. Like, what are you talking about? Why are we still defending Sturz? What is this? Like, can, is there a conspiracy? Is there something like I'm missing? Like, is Sturz like the greatest center back ever? Like in training? Like, what is it? Can they can they talk to us about it? Like, I don't under like I will. I will pay a hundred dollars to somebody that can tell me what's going on with with this stirs thing that they're we're just they're just not telling us. Like I've never seen this in a sport. Have a guy be so bad and they go out of their way to keep him every single time. Last thing I'm going to say about this, I apologize, is the prop the, the start of our defensive troubles. And this isn't fair. This is a very unpopular opinion. There's lots getting of- deep into it, but let, let's go down this rabbit hole. The second that we signed stirs is when we started being awful. Like, look at <laughs> no, okay, okay, okay. You go way where you go. It's not just that, 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 that's just that's a little too far down. They're gonna um, make him manager. just you wait, they're gonna fire Vanny. They're gonna say, Hey, we're gonna make Sturz manager. That's a great idea. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. You're going, you're going down the deep end. All right, Alex, let's see this lineup. I know you're working on the lineup. All right, let's see if the camera doesn't invert it, but uh. Crap. Hopefully you can see right. Okay. Yeah, there's a little inverted. But as you can see, I have uh, Villafania here. I can't tell which one's which of my figures. Uh, But I have Villafania up there as a center back just because uh, I know Nico's going to go up ahead. You know Nico's going to go up. And then you know Williams is going to stay in the middle. And Araujo are both going to go up. I have Villafania here because Ryan should be playing the number six around here. And if the team's caught off in counterattacks, he can just come in and play center back and have Stairs be that right back temporarily for a little bit. 
just so the Galaxy have enough defensive cover when it comes to being caught on the counter. And they're still able to attack well because we know Nico and Julian Araujo are great uh, attacking wingbacks. You know the qualities that they bring up. It was evident against LAFC for Julian, uh, him having that game-winning assist to Cabral. And then Nico's, the best thing Nico's done really is just being an attacking uh, left back. And that's really all I can say about him, not so much defensively. So I think that this lineup right here, putting Ryan uh, to be kind of that cover center back, center mid who can come in instead of Jonathan Dos Santos, I think that lineup is going to protect the Galaxy a lot more. And I think it's going to really provide uh, the Galaxy the same type of offensive edge that they have. They won't lose anything, but they'll just be adding more defensive cover. Fair enough. And Verifina is definitely a defensive presence. I actually do like that. So, Greg Vandy, if you're watching, uh, definitely, uh, definitely pay attention. You know, Alex got to, got some got something for you. But yeah. we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Because I mean, that that definitely makes a lot of sense. And it, it's a you would assume it'd be a win-win. It'd be a win for Nico because he could be offensively, and necessarily he's not going to hurt you on the defensive end because you got uh, you got Viafania there. You got three center backs. Uh, no, two out of the three, but you yeah, know, yeah. you 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 got Viafania there that that can cover a lot of ground. Um, but yeah, guys, I, I think that's it. Uh, Johnny, final thoughts. Final thoughts okay. moving forward. I actually want Alex to do the final thoughts because I'm working on something right now. Okay. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, Greg Vanny, here's the little note card you need if you need it. Pull, uh, pull, pull it back up. Pull it back up. Invite me. So over. left to right. So I should say this. Nico, uh, this is a five three or five five in the back. Yeah. So he has Nico uh, as a left wing back. Viafania. Uh, Williams and Stairs as the three center backs, and then Rongo obviously as a right wing back. Yeah, and uh, just this lineup perfectly is going to just be good uh, when it comes to attacking still, keeping that attacking philosophy and that buildup, and then uh, you're still going to have the defensive cover when you need it. Okay, well, we'll go to Johnny. We're going to have to zoom in. So people listening to this, he has uh, Daniel Stairs with an X crossed off in his face. This man is bold. Explain to us why. You feel this way? Why? Why? Why I do this at the end of the podcast? I just like the, at the end of the show. If I was Daniel Sturz and the Galaxy were like, "We'll pay you to just be bad on the field," I would say yes. I'm going to be completely <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> no, like that's a good job. You're getting paid good money. But as a fan, it's my job to say I don't like that, and I call that out. And he's just not good. He's just not consistent. Like we keep re-upping his contracts. It's kind of funny at this point. I just don't like. I want them to explain it. If Vanny like sat down and was like, "Hey, he's really good in training," like. That's fine. But like every coach has kept us in the dark about this. Like every single coach has been like this and they've all like not said anything. Like if someone's like, Oh, what do you think about stirs? It's like, they find a creative way to not answer the question. And it's like, he's just not good. Stirs is just, yeah, he is not good. Definitely. I, I would, I would, I did he, did he, like, I gotta ask a question. Did he not sign an autograph for you? Did he, did he, did he, did he, did he try to he steal just, your girl? What happened? What happened? He, just pisses me off, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't wish anything bad about the guy. Like, just, just get him out of here. And like, just never. <laughs> I don't want him coaching the U10s. I don't want him coaching the U14s. Just get him somewhere else, anywhere else. But, but Galaxy, he's terrible. Okay, so definitely no love lost between Johnny and Daniel Stairs there. And if you're watching this, you can have that image, the- huh? Can we get him on the show? We should get him on the show. I can get him on the show. I'll on the back. show, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, if, uh, you can't be saying all. If we get him on the show, you can't, can't be saying not, all that stuff, yeah, Johnny. You can't be saying. I don't all think. That I don't stuff. think I'd have you on the show. I don't think I'd have you on the show. <laughs> It'll be a constructive think... conversation. I'll just. I'll chill nah. in the back. You know? 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know the amount of damage you've done. I don't know. I don't know you. I don't think you'd be a good co-host. I think it may just be me and yeah. Uh, I I think Daniel. Yeah. St- I don't think we'd ever get an LA Galaxy player on here if we if we had Johnny talking to Daniel Stairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look, hey, you're honest, and uh, that's how you feel. So there's look, there's nothing wrong with that. That's that's why people uh, people tune into the show. Um, but yeah, guys, look, that's that's gonna that's gonna wrap things up. I want to appreciate. I want to thank everybody for tuning in on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter uh, for tuning in here. Um, you know, also for my special guests. And look, if you guys are listening or you guys watching outside of YouTube, hit that YouTube button, subscribe on YouTube. Trying to go to YouTube, I uh, would really appreciate a, a subscription. I'm, I'm assuming Johnny's already subscribed. I'm assuming Alex is already subscribed. If not, I'm a, I'm definitely gonna look look into those guys. <laughs> But yeah, that's it, guys. I appreciate you guys, everybody that, that hopped on, on the comments. And that's going to wrap things up. For Alex and Johnny, this is Gio. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.